Welcome to TalentWise, the definitive podcast for CXOs, human resource and learning and development leaders. This show comes to you from thought leaders who talk about human capital development in today's organization. How to engage and empower today's employee to be effective, competitive and relevant. Stay with us for an exciting conversation with our guest and learn how to future-proof your team. I'm your host Shubhanjan, founder of Knowledge Bridge. Our guest today is Prajal Shaha, founder and editor of hrkatha.com and Contentive Inc. If you ask me, the Indian industry is still, you know, waiting in anticipation to see what are the changes would happen and they will act accordingly. If you ask me about developing future talent, they are delving in today's problem rather than looking at what is going to happen in future. And it is probably the need of the business economy, fighting your day-to-day battles, what is going to happen now in the next few months or the next one year rather than looking at a distant future. Prachar is a journalist, writer, editor for two decades and now an entrepreneur with the goal to build B2B communities across functions and sectors. He has been a mentor to several business writers who practice fair journalism. Otherwise, he's a complete foodie with a passion for cooking. Now, on to this great episode of TalentWise with Prajal Saha. Prajal, welcome to TalentWise. I'm really delighted to have you on the show. Uh, you are the first journalist on the show. So, a uh, lot riding on you uh, of, of the tribe. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for having me. Thanks, thanks, Rajan. So, so let let's dive right in. Uh, see, uh, we have been this entire season. We have been talking about future proofing the team and uh, how the Indian industry and Indian businesses and organizations are uh, looking at the future and ensuring that their workforce remains uh, relevant. So, from your very very uh, interesting and vantage position the what's your point of view on this how ready uh, is indian industry for the future see uh, if you ask me the indian industry is still you know waiting in anticipation to see what are the changes would happen and they will act accordingly if you ask me about developing future talent they are delving in today's problem rather than looking at what is going to happen in future. And it is probably the need of the business economy, fighting your day-to-day battles, what is going to happen now in the next few months or the next one year rather than looking at a distant future. Well, the leaders who are there, who are, who are actually sort of guiding not only their own industries but guiding government policies and so on and so forth. Uh, is there no uh, thought at all? For example, if I'm, in, if I'm running a large automobile industry, will I not be thinking about how, for example, the shift to electronic vehicles might become, make my current you know, assembly line completely redundant or how do I develop new skill sets in my workforce? So are, are people not at all thinking of this? See, frankly, uh... If you ask me, uh, these have become just 
boardroom discussions or rather i would say drawing room discussions at the corporate level but nothing majorly or you know nothing is being done very actively especially if you see the you know the academy and the corporate partnerships to really develop talent that could change the course of the business or that could change the world is not happening yes you want to say that yes you know for a certain production line you know we need these kind of talent so probably you know there is some activity that is happening with some odd college where you know you create few you know hundreds of workers who are trained into that particular segment or particular line of production but do you think in a country like india those 300 400 500 numbers matter or has the capability to change the world i don't think so absolutely i agree so why is that because because there are businesses that are getting up and dead I'll, i'll stick to the automobile analogy because you may be able to you know throw some light on that the fact is that last two quarters the automobile sales have slowed down and for the shift in the thought process that a service like a uber or a ola is bringing in the new generation is saying that i don't need to own a car because i can get a car in 5 minutes whenever i want it doesn't matter what time of the day or where i am so this is something uh, is not getting into the discourse uh, yet in the uh, in the in the boardrooms see the thing is the, what you are talking about is not actually related to skills or talent that's how the business is functioning that's how the consumer is changing that's right so that it has a ramification of how you will how will stay relevant and how you will sell how you will change to evs and so i'm just connecting back to the previous question so i'm just trying to understand is there no no thought according to you that what will happen to the automobile business 5 years down the line and what do we need to do automobile industry if i say you know it is on uh the borderline where it is trying to change itself it is also because because of several government policies you know in few years down the line the diesel vehicles are going to be redundant you know the the number of petrol vehicles is going to go down and the electric vehicles are going to come you know the production of industrial uh, electrical vehicles is going to go up now will that change the entire course of production line of uh an automobile no not much except certain segment of the engine is going to change na you might have hybrid model so you might have still you know cars running on petrol as well as electric so now there it is not going to totally you know it is not that the guy who was working in this automobile uh, factory will suddenly you know will not be able to work because it is electrical okay so 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 i think that connects back to your uh, the, the chat we are having that the change is not rapid it's gradual so people are going to get lot more time to adjust to the changes than we were possibly thinking so yes changes will happen but it's it's nothing going to change overnight it's not going to be so rapid as it has been written about or spoken about 
there will be changes and it will be at its own pace evolutions have happened you know since since mankind you know people have got new skills people have specialized in a skill you know then they have earned new skills and then they again had to you know rejuvenate themselves depending on how the environment changed how the businesses changed how the economy changed everything see there are certain skills like here earlier what used to happen is we would talk about industries where the machines would take place would do certain acts which humans would do now the fear is that the machines are also going to think the way humans are going to think that's the biggest fear right now that earlier it was a task that the machines would do but now the machines are going to think also the way the humans think having said that you know there are certain aspects which machines are yet to take over so i'll give you an example say writing even before see the computers came in even before the publishing industry had started people were writing storytelling was there now newer technologies started coming in so the way we consumed stories has changed the way we uh, share our stories has changed the way we write our stories has changed but has the storytelling changed can that be taken from a human being i don't think so and having said that that's also an art you know it's every individual you know writes very differently so suppose if i am writing something i would write differently you will write it from your perspective you will bring in some you know some difference to it some new novelty to it now it can't be that you know everything can't be you know a mathematical formula as in you know 2 plus 2 plus 2 equals to 6 can the world run on just on mathematical formula no so that's why you know i can say that yes changes will happen but it's it's nothing going to change overnight people are waiting in anticipation people are closely watching now you know what is my competitor doing or what is happening globally so see the thing is everything that happens globally can't be implemented you know the way it is in india india you know is a very different market in terms of consumers it is a different market even in terms of talent it is a different market in terms of skills it is a different market in terms of you know work culture it is a very different market so it is not that you know something is when something is not going to change overnight you know it is not that too much of thinking is going on to it so i'll give you a classic example you know there are certain industries is the newspaper industry i would say the newspaper industry worldwide is on a downside but in india it's still growing because there were certain people who were illiterate who migrated to reading newspapers now 
those who were reading vernacular newspapers or language newspapers i would say i don't use the word vernacular uh, the language newspapers they have started the next generation has started reading english newspapers that's how the english newspapers are also growing so the aspirational bit is kicking in yes similarly you know in the talent sector where already there is so much of unemployment people are trying to acquire that basic skills to get their first job that's also happening so we are fighting a battle at a very you know grassroots level and i which i think has got much more significant output you know on our economy again uh, coming back you were talking about how machines uh, are impacting writing and, and and you think that it's not really much and so there'll be many sectors where the impact of technology will be minimal and because of the nature of the of the of the country and and the nature of the workforce yeah the biggest thing about automation was that people thought that you know the, you know it's not just machines which will come and replace the you know human at the workplace it will be machines with you know some intelligence or lot of intelligence but having said that you know it is not that every job on this earth will be replaced by machines or intelligent machines it is not possible there are certain however intelligent your machines can be you will still need human intervention in each and everything that we do yeah prajal but interesting one interesting point yesterday i was writing about uh, how you can win along with automation see that that perception is evolving so so about 10 15 years back when if i and you sat down and made a list of things that machines will be able to do we would say uh, oh machines will never recognize faces machines will never drive a car uh, so on and so forth and that would have been correct at that point of time because we wouldn't have uh, been able to predict what kind of change uh, technology will bring although it takes us away from the the skilling and the and the reskilling of the workforce bit but that's also another factor that lot of things which we think i mean we never thought uh, machines will be uh, painting Uh, today machines are painting now whether it's based on algorithm whether it is original those those things are the debate of today 5 years 10 years down the line we don't know now i will tell you the machine has been painting but what to paint is being decided by a human today today yes i mean it's the same thing like i mean i'm just saying that see sometimes the things that we are predicting are based on our current understanding of technology right so it is sort of a history history past focused into the future kind of model right yeah uh, but there are things which are happening in the future which we don't even know so i mean i think that that bit little is a is a bit fuzzy uh, what do you say yeah see the thing is if you talk about arti- artificial intelligence it started it did not start in the last you know 10 years correct it probably started in way back in 1960s you know correct since then people have been working and predicting you know at maybe you know at that point of time you know there were a few people 
involved with it but still the you know the the basic premise of artificial start intelligence started way back in some 1960s since then you know it has been almost 60 years yeah we have progressed this much yes i will agree that you know in the last uh, say 5 years or last 3 years the progress has been more you know rapid now if i uh, you know so whatever the effect is going to happen it's still going to happen gradually and people see what happens is that whenever a change happens gradually people get the time to adapt to it that's true so that is the, that that time factor is very important you know it is that you know so suppose i was just saying we used to write with pen and paper earlier when the computers came in it was not that you know one morning we woke up and we say you know it was told that you know you can't write with pen and paper anymore and you have to now start writing on computers it did not happen there were few people who adapted to the technology fast then there were you know a few hundreds who followed then it became thousands and then it became millions yeah so is that your our regular bell curve of early adapters and laggards and so on yes so for everything there will be early adapters there will be followers and there will be long chain of followers after that similarly in the workforce also it is going to happen the same way there will be a few early adopters where people will experiment and see what kind of changes it is bringing to the you know workforce to the economy to the business ultimately everything has to make a business sense very true very true suppose you know i will only replace a machine or a, or a human with a machine only provided that you know that human is unable to do that job or the machine does it cheaper than the human right only then as you know as an uh, businessman mm-hmm. i will always see that absolutely you know there are there is a cost to five people and it is not just the cost it is also this liability you know it is uh, you know there is a risk factor there is safety issues so many things you know we will take that into consideration we'll say okay this can be replaced by the machines and i will do it because i am able to save cost i am you know there are less concerns about you know it could be about unionization it could be about employee safety there are several other aspects one can look into it and only then will people you know do it change that effect will again you know make others follow now when you are talking about that the automobile industry has gone down you know the sales have gone down you know it is mainly happened because of economic reasons rather than anything else and people have lost jobs why people have lost jobs in the auto ancillary division so suppose i know somebody who know through you know he is an engineer and throughout his life he has worked you know across automobile companies you know tatas 
to you know say mahindra's everywhere he has worked he has worked with auto auxiliary companies also for a large part of his career you know because of the downsizing you know so probably you know he was heading three or four factories and he was at a you know mid senior level so because of the downsizing you know because the company did not need somebody to take care of the you know four five factories or plants they thought that you know the factory manager or the plant manager is good enough we don't need somebody to oversee things above them so they basically cleared out one layer now that person did not have probably you know had expertise in the automobile sector but that person moved to a different industry in the production line because he had the production experience so because of his need he tried to reinvent and he tried to make do with what he had i am not i am not getting into whether you know he had to take a salary cut or you know he got more salaries or he was hired by you know this thing i am not getting into that what my point is did his skill become irrelevant no did his experience of so many years become irrelevant because there was a downsizing in the automobile industry no i mean in in the in the in the basic context no but if the if the downsizing was happening because of change in technology then possibly yes but in this context no i i, I understand it it is not a very simple mathematical formula that's what i right want to say right it has got lot of complexities and there is no one clear answer to it every industry for that you know matter will will act in a very different way you know the way the automobile industry will evolve or the way the it industry will evolve or say the way the fmcg or the durables industry will evolve will be totally different you know or way the media industry will evolve let's take a short break when we come back i'll ask prajal if there is any industry in india at all where he finds any focus into the future and future readiness of their employees the answer is not a surprise you are listening to a show how to audio original podcasting is one of the fastest growing content marketing avenues today we can help you exploit this largely untapped marketing opportunity we can craft your audio strategy and leverage the wide reach and easy streaming capability that smartphone penetration provides it is powerful and personal talk to us to find out how podcasting can help you build your brand and reach out to target audiences welcome back i will ask prajal in this slowly evolving environment if there is any industry in india that is actively engaging with the future and planning a reskilling of its workforce to stay relevant so if if i ask you that uh, which industry at all is sort of thinking of the next 5 years say do you do, does any industry come out and jump out at you and say okay i know this aeronautics guys are definitely doing it or this uh, you know solar guys are definitely doing it uh, is there any sector or they are all sort of in the same uh, pace and uh, rhythm see one industry that i would say looks really at the future and is working is the it industry some of them are really trying to reinvent themselves you know by launching a new division you know you know having a dedicated team which looks into the newer aspects of technology 
if you say wipro for instance you know wipro has got the regular line of business with their regular set of coders now they have got something called wipro digital as well which specializes in the digital side of business new technologies new line of business and they have got a completely different set of people because they probably want to tune in those set of people with a different mindset you know so that is probably preparing for the future so it 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 might not happen at a skill level you know they also might you know hire coders but coders with a different bent of mind probably yeah and also i think they're trying to provide a different environment which is free from the legacy burdens yeah like you know say uh, you know when the media industry you know moved from print to television when the television industry bombarded you know initially there were certain you know print journalists who migrated to television industry and they are doing very well they still the editors and they have done significantly well for themselves but those who were starting their career they had the choice to choose between print and television and depending on each one's skills people made a choice so people made a choice you know that you know i want to do journalism but i am not very good at writing but i'm i'm, I'm you know i am very camera free so let me try out in television so, but there are certain people who are still very passionate about writing you know they need those 700 or 800 words to express themselves they still making a good career in print yeah so so that is because print as you said earlier pr- print is still thriving in india so to yeah. that extent uh, you can you can you can uh, pursue print and and still be relevant no because you if you see it that way that uh, printing is not going to be, even if newspapers close down you will have that word format of journalism or reading format of journalism which can be you know where where print would have migrated to a digital platform and now in a digital platform both is possible your audio visual is possible and as well as your text based content is possible so the technology allows to you to have you know both but in terms of when i see it in terms of skill some people still will be comfortable you know facing the camera and some people will be comfortable writing the scripts right yeah yeah absolutely your, your personal aptitudes right will kick in yes what i think is people will adapt to technology people will adapt to the change depending on how they face it and it's true for both businesses as well as individuals so if i have to sum up i will say that according to you the pace at india is very different from the global pace the pace of change yes the demography is also very different the market is very different the consumers are different right exactly exactly it's a, it's a totally different world altogether no? right and within that each sector has its own pace and essentially it's unlikely that something dramatic is going to happen like overnight it will be rather a slow and gradual change which will allow people to find their own uh, bearing and 
and uh, their own space yeah like uh, you know uh, i will just tell you you know i was talking to uh, you know very you know one of the hr leaders of a uh, the top most it companies in india he said prachal nothing is going to change overnight we will still be hiring coders preferentially from the engineering or stem background but the way we code or the coding language might change so that is a small change that might happen you know but ultimately you will need coders now the biggest you know the another change that could happen is now you know it companies are trying to hire people from arts background because probably you know they have got a different thinking process and they come with a profit prefer you know probably different analogy which probably the science guys don't so that's the reason you will see now it companies are also hiring people from arts background correct because you need differently you know the, that is why you need diversity in the team correct so now here if you see you know your industry is changing you have tried to uh, you know find out talent in or skill sets in the existing uh, pool that you have but are you really trying to say that you know it is like oh i need if you ask me that you know i need this kind of talent in 5 years so you know i should go and tie up with an academia and i should you know churn out these many numbers of people who just specialize in this it is not happening if 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 you that you call is the preparedness for the future my last question to you is do you see this adversely impacting india's ability to stay relevant globally or 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 or, or should we be happy with the 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 domestic market that we have see uh, in terms of you see in terms of uh, consumers global companies are still feeding on the indian consumers na yes india is producing certain things which is you know catering to it is always to have an indian product catering to the global audience right or the global consumers so there there has to be really an universal product like that which probably caters to people all across the globe or otherwise you can have you know tailor made products for different regions and different products so you you feel that uh, for some time we are insulated from this discussion of change but over the next maybe 5 years we'll have a my my point is that we can't keep our eyes closed completely but having said that it is also not a situation to panic absolutely that's that's a great note to end no need to panic but we have to keep our eyes open yes see what is happening you know see how things are changing evaluate you know how it is going to affect affect my business our economy our people everything talent wise is brought to you by knowledge bridge We produce customized and multilingual visual training content. We have worked on complex processes, products and skills development for large blue chip brands such as Tata Motors, Mahindra First Choice, Homelink, Epson, Toyota, Citibank and Consul Neovat, serving diverse industries. 
Talk to us for your next custom content requirement and be pleasantly surprised. Call us on 9902163132. Great, Prajal. Uh, thank you so much for your time. And I really appreciate your taking uh, and, and really, uh, you know, analyzing this uh, uh, in depth. And I'll, I'll look forward to uh, talking to you soon. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Same here. Great thank talking you. to you. Thank you. Thank you. Coming up next week, another exciting new chat with Pradeep Srivastava. If I divide the entire staffing function into the two parts and one is the permanent staffing and another is the temp staffing, what we call it. But the the movement which we have saw uh, the here is the temp staffing is close to about in Indian rupees a bit over it is close to about twenty three thousand crores to twenty four thousand crores business in India. If I see the top bracket of the technology people, which is not very very high, it is there. But when I see the people those who are really want to move the people who have already shifted are the lower man. Uh, people who was having a salary less than thirty thousand rupees, you find a maximum number because they don't bother about the future career as such, and they want the you know bread and butter for today. But the skilled guys were having a lot of. Uh, um, they are scared about if I do the tamping and what going to happen. They were hesitant to do, go there, like IADs, IAMs, uh, CAs, uh, company secretaries, HR people. Thank you for being with us today on TalentWise. We hope we helped you focus on some actionable ideas today. It was certainly enlightening for us. We hope to see you again on our next episode. If you liked what you heard, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast platforms like iTunes, Google Play, Spotify or wherever else you get your podcasts from and give us a rating while you're at it. Thank you in advance. This show how to original podcast is produced for Knowledge Bridge, the multilingual visual training platform and custom training content creators by Show How to Audio. Hosted by Shubhanjan Sarkar and produced by Rajiv Aditya. See you next time.